Welcome to Flagstaff County Podcast. I'm Nick Dunn, the Assistant Agricultural Fieldman. Today I'll be talking about our Agricultural Service Board and hopefully can answer many unanswered questions for our ratepayers here in Flagstaff County. You're listening to the official podcast of Flagstaff County. A little overview of the podcast today, so I'll be talking about uh, a little bit of background about myself. I will then move on to the history of our ASB here in Flagstaff County. I will talk about the role of our ASB here in Flagstaff County, such as pest management, parks and hamlets, inspections, permits and agreements, and as well as some of the equipment we offer and facilities we have here available. So a little bit of background about myself. I was born in Olds, but I moved to Killam in 2006, where I have resided here ever since. My family never farmed, but growing up in this rural setting, I was very fortunate enough to get a real taste of agriculture, and I was also fortunate enough to work on my now fiancé's family farm as some of my uh, first work experience, so that actually brought to me my passion in the agricultural industry. I loved growing up in Flagstaff County. I enjoyed many years of playing minor and junior hockey while growing up. And I still play hockey today. I play for the Cedric Sabres, so I play senior hockey uh, with some of my teammates that I've had for for many years growing up. And they they have become great mentors and friends of mine. I went to post-secondary at Olds College after I graduated. This is where I received my diploma for agricultural management. I also received my first agricultural summer position. This was with Nutrient Egg Solutions. I was operational support at the Killam Retail. After I graduated from Olds College, they offered me a full-time position. So I then worked with Nutrient as a crop production advisor for four years. And then I decided to make the transition into the assistant agricultural fieldman here at Flagstaff County, which was in August of 2021. I'll talk a little bit about uh, the history of our egg service board here in Flagstaff County. So we first started our ASB in 1952. The reason we decided to form a board, it was following many other municipalities and it was to better inform our our council on the operations and difficulties of agriculture in our region. The structure of our board uh, has changed over the years, so right now we have nine members, including two advisors, which is the the fieldman and assistant fieldman, and one thing I'll mention is that we don't have a voting status, so therefore we can only uh, bring suggestions and recommendations to the board, and part of our job is also to implement the acts uh, that we work under, so this would be the Agricultural Service Board Act, the Agricultural Pest Act, the Weed Control Act, and also the Soil Conservation Act. The remaining seven members are members who do hold a voting status, so this would be our three council members. They hold the the chair and vice chair, and our remaining members are members at large, and so therefore they hold the ratepayer status, so they are producers within our county. So this gives us a very local opinionated board, which is exactly what we need to protect and conserve our agricultural industry here in our county. 
So Alberta is very unique compared to other provinces in the county because we're we're the only province who actually established agricultural service boards. So there's no one, no province out there that uh, has the structure that we have here in Alberta. So there's a total of 69 agricultural service boards throughout our province. And the very unique thing is that um, not one of these municipalities are, are exactly alike. So they're kind of each unique in their own way according to some of the challenge they face. So based on geography, topography, soil quality, and even, even natural resources that are provided. So that's something that's very special. So if you're someone who farms in, in two counties and you're noticing there's, you're facing um, different issues in, in each of the counties as far as policies and, and requirements, uh, that's the reason why. So there might be a lot of similarities between two municipalities who are very close together, but if you're trying to compare some of the the northern climate municipalities to some of our our southern climate municipalities you're going to see you're going to see a lot of different differences between between the two so some of the roles that we face here as an egg service board would be to improve and maintain agriculture production would be the main one so so with that comes responsibilities of enforcing and administering the Weed Control Act, as I mentioned before. So this is stopping the spread of weeds into our county borders and also stopping the spread within our county as well. So we also have the Agricultural Pest Act, and this would be controlling pests from entering our county and also spreading within our county. And then there's also the Soil Conservation Act. So this is mainly preventing wind and water erosion. We host quarterly meetings as needed throughout the year. During these meetings we address issues and vote on policies and procedures according to the needs of the municipality. So these are brought up from our members. During these meetings the fieldmen will also give uh, progress reports to inform not only board, our board but the public of what we have been working on in the time between our meetings. Another role of the Ag Service Board is to improve the economic welfare of the farmer through increasing property value and improving yields. So we are here for you guys. So this includes promoting, enhancing, and protecting viable agriculture in a sustainable manner. So bringing conservation and recognizing conservation. Our ASB encourages good farming practices, farm safety, and succession planning. So within our county, there are 650 farms, and most of them are generational farms, which means we must leave the land in better shape than we received it to ensure productivity and prosperity in the generations ahead. So as farm transition kicks in, we want to, we want to ensure conservation so that, so that we can continue being a thriving rural community of communities. Another role we have is to act as an advisory body to the municipality and provincial government, so our Ag Minister. We're reporting and working closely with our council as well. Uh, as I mentioned before, we are, that is one of the main reasons why we established an Ag Service Board was due to the fact it wasn't, agriculture wasn't getting 
a big enough voice for the importance it had. There's a lot of other issues that municipalities face. So this is just to ensure that nothing is nothing is overlooked in, in this in this department. So this is a very vague overview of what the the roles are of the Egg Service Board. So I'll now go into a little bit more depth. So pest management. I'll now talk about uh, the duties of the Egg Service Board that we carry out on an annual basis when it comes to pest management. So our most predominant task is is pest management. So this this includes monitoring, controlling and surveying for, for weeds, brush, insects, uh, diseases, any other pest out there. So we have 2,700 kilometers of municipal roadsides in our county. Uh, we are currently on a, a three-year rotation, so that means we sp spray about 33% of our county each year, okay? So this includes spraying for noxious and prohibited noxious weeds and also brush in certain areas. Of, of the right-of-ways and this this includes both sides of the right-of-way so to put that into perspective uh, that is uh, the distance from Cedric to Los Angeles California both sides of the road okay so depending on the year and moisture levels uh, the egg service board will will cut our county's roadsides twice a year last year was uh, a pretty dry year so we and due to the, the risk of uh, fires we decided it was best to only cut our roadsides once and this is secondary roads keep in mind too okay so Emcon is a company that works in partnership with the Alberta government uh, they are responsible for the care and maintenance for the primary highways that grid throughout our county including mowing and spraying so in late summer and early fall the provincial government asked us to report some survey data to help monitor insects and diseases throughout the province so we start with a grass, grasshopper survey, which includes scanning the ditches and field margins of, of randomly selected fields, and then creating reports uh, just so we have data to look back on, right? So this, this helps us monitor uh, this, this certain pest as a grasshopper. Another survey that we do annually is the clubroot survey. So this takes place when the majority of the canola is swathed in our county. So we select four random fields in each of our 48 townships. So this totals approximately 200 fields per year that we survey. Um, one thing I'll mention is that we do use a sanitary approach. So we're not parking in the field. Uh, we, are, we are using our booties, so uh, we're not transmitting the disease between various landowners. So it starts by we'll walk through the field margins, uh, specifically at an entrance. We have a certain pattern that we walk, so during our pattern we will we will pick 100 stalks and monitor the amount of club root detected. So if there is susceptible club, club root, we will have the gulls tested from a certified laboratory and depending on the results, we'll, we'll have to notify the landowner with a notice that uh, he or she shall not grow canola on that piece of land for the next three years. Uh, and this will be monitored as well. So part of our survey, we are hitting new fields, but we are all also monitoring the positive fields from the previous three years. Okay, so it's very important that we follow these guidelines. As I mentioned before, we don't want to, to spread diseases or other pests that have been introduced into our county. 
we don't want them to spread within our county, right? We're trying to protect them from coming in, and we're also trying to protect them from spreading within. Another thing we will do, we'll also notify the adjacent landers, landowners so they're aware of the situation as well. So when it comes to our, our seasonal staff, our crew, uh, we have two seasonal weed inspectors. Uh, they cover as much ground as possible. So, so one thing I'll mention is that all of you who are ratepayers and even our county employees, uh, we are all weed inspectors. So if you find an issue, we ask that you please notify us uh, through a service request or our contact information on our website. So we can attend the issue before it's too late or has gotten gotten much worse, right? So this is a timely matter. There's a lot of roadside out there, as I mentioned, it's uh, 2,700 kilometers, right? So with two people, that, that's a lot of ground to cover, especially when it's a timely matter. If you see something, please, please call it in, okay? So the Egg Service Board has two seasonal custom sprayers uh, that work alongside our weed inspectors. Some of the services our custom sprayers provide are if there are unwanted weeds uh, found, we're able, we're able to provide a service for, for labor plus the cost of chemical. This is a very affordable way to take care of situations. We have very fair rates. We also offer this for leases and, and yard sites who are needing weed control. So with the Battle River bordering our southern and eastern parts of the county and having water bodies spread throughout, it brings alongside issues of beavers as well. So our Ag Service Board can control beavers through explosives, trapping, and shooting. I'll also add that if you find beavers on private land, it is your responsibility to control this pest. I've mentioned it before, and that's if you have any service requests, to please, please use our service request manager. This is accessible through our website or contact one of the fieldmen in our office here so we can put it into the system. This helps us track our tasks as well as prioritize our tasks and ensures that nothing is left behind. So another role of the Agricultural Service Board uh, that we have under our wing are the parks, uh, the hamlets, and also the airport, our Flagstaff Regional Airport. So certain maintenance in our parks and hamlets, uh, as I mentioned, are under the Ag Service Board's workload. So we are responsible for maintaining the grounds and cemeteries for hamlets of Strom and the hamlet of Galahad. We have four campgrounds within our county. These are also run by the Ag Service Board. Uh, some of the things we do there include mowing and spraying throughout the season as needed. Uh, we have Diplomat Trout Pond. It is restocked every year from our provincial government. It is located southeast of Forsberg along Highway 855. There are only non-service sites here. Uh, one thing I'll mention is that this does attract a lot of anglers throughout the year. We also noticed that the park is getting used more for for waterfowl hunting from a lot of the Americans that, that come up in the fall season for, for hunting waterfowl. Another campground we have is Edgerton Campground. Uh, this is in Daysland. It is on the southern border of the town along Highway 13. There is powered sites available here and also group camping. There's there's a park. It's right on the edge of town, so there's there's many services in town. 
One of our biggest campgrounds is Fish Lake. It is located on the west side of Hardesty along Highway 13. This is a great family-oriented spot that has a park, a beach, a boat launch. It has a dock there that you can fish off of. There is powered and non-powered sites there. Uh, another thing I'll mention is that there is a boat launch there, however, there's non-motorized boats allowed. In Galahad, there is a campground on the west end of town. It has powered sites there. There is uh, a full bathroom and shower. We have a gazebo for rent on the old school grounds. Uh, this is a great spot for, for group camping, for group camping at a low cost. Strom has camping also it's uh, provided along the west side of the baseball diamonds there are no services but we do provide portable washrooms throughout the camping season all of our camping spots throughout all of our campgrounds are opened in the spring and closed for the winter and fall so those are our municipal campsites in our county they do open in the spring and they will close for the winter in late fall they are self-registration. We just uh, changed our structure for self-registration by, by receiving new envelopes. So our new envelopes will actually have a, a printing permit receipt attached to it that is detachable from the envelope where you will insert your cash or check. This permit is requested to be posted on the camp post. Uh, Due to some complications from the previous years getting payments from our attendees, uh, we've decided to charge $25 a night for non-service sites and $30 a night for powered sites. For all other inquiries, please visit our website or, or give us a call or email here. We'd be happy to help you and answer some questions. I know that if you are uh, wanting to do some uh, group camping, we do require you to, to call our office and uh, there might be a small deposit required for, for renting the gazebo in Galahad that I mentioned that we had. As I mentioned before, our park staff also takes care of the Flagstaff Regional Airport, so this involves mowing, spraying, and emptying trash bins throughout the year as needed. So I'll, I'll now talk about some of the inspections. Uh, another responsibility of the Egg Service Board is annual inspections. Flagstaff County is the only county in the province that actually has four seed cleaning plants. So our plants are located in Strom, Forsberg, Alliance, and Lougheed. So these annual inspections occur in, in the fall, and they consist of, of sample inspections and a visual inspection. The sample inspection is when we take 30 random samples that occurred in the year and inspect them for prohibited and prohibited noxious weed seeds. We're also looking for other volunteer seeds that may have come in through contamination from the previous growing season as volunteers. So after we complete these sample inspections, we then do what we call a visual inspection on the plant. So this involves thoroughly going through the equipment and machinery and making sure that everything is in full working condition and with minimal risk for contamination. If the plant receives a grade greater than 80%, we are able to reissue them with a license for another year of operating and cleaning. Other inspections that we are involved in include the conservation easement titles. So this involves making sure the landowners 
who have these titles are following the guidelines that are within the title that states that how they can use the land and conserve the land. So these titles are also to be inspected on an annual basis and they are transferable with sale. We also have some, some municipal land that Flagstaff County owns. Uh, these also require inspections not only maintaining it throughout the years but uh, we have to ensure that uh, our land is you know weed free pest free and in some cases we do rent uh, these these quarters out uh, usually for for grazing purposes some of the permits and ag agreements that we have include no spray agreements and roadside hang permits. So these permit forms are located in the top right corner of our website under the I want to and then apply for tab. Uh, once the form is completed, please submit to our county office. Should you, the landowner or tenant, uh, not be in favor of roadside spraying for weed or brush control adjacent to your property, you must com complete this agreement called the no spray agreement and it has to be submitted before June 1st and it will be in effect for five years unless otherwise stated. So on that five-year mark we will reconnect with the landowner and make sure they still require the no spray agreement. If they do then we will have to propose a new agreement to, to be in place. So the, what the agreement entails too is you'll be required to post do not spray signs on both of the spray zone along the along the rural road which will will be provided from us. So we do have signs here. With this agreement in place the responsibility of the weed and brush control uh, then falls on the landowner or tenant, right? So, so it is your responsibility to deal with pests such as weeds, other pest diseases. So we also have a roadside hang permit. Uh, this will allow landowners to cut the municipal right-of-ways. So, so we have this permit in place to inform our mowers who cut our roadsides twice a year of where not to cut. Okay. So commencing June 1st we will be mowing grass and vegetation along the right-of-ways. The reason we do this is to um, improve the visibility of the ditches and, re and reduce snow trapping. And it's also to help prevent wildlife collisions. So, so with this permit in place, we will, we will know where not to cut. We can inform our mowers. So this permit is only good for one year, so it, it is uh, an annual renewal requirement. As I promised before, I would talk about some of the equipment that we have here uh, for our ratepayers for, for rentals. So we do have traps. Uh, this includes magpie, skunk, raccoon traps. Uh, these are free of charge. We do require a deposit that if you do return the trap in full working condition, we will reimburse you with your, your deposit fully. So we also have soil probes. We have a 0 to 12 inch and a 0 to 24 inch probe. Same as the rental traps, we re require deposit, but once received in full working condition, you will receive your full deposit. We have a, an eco brand applicator. We have uh, a tree, a tree planter. We have a three-point hitch grass seeder. We have bale probes. We have a skid-mounted handgun sprayer. We also have scare cannons. 
So if you require a rental of a piece of equipment, as I've mentioned previously, please contact the fieldman to arrange a rental agreement. So some of the facilities that we, we have to offer would be our seven tank loaders throughout the county. These, these are dedicated for agricultural use and they do provide non-potable water. So these facilities, they are coin operated. They take uh, loonies and toonies. So for $1, you will get approximately 150 gallons, okay? So from our seven properties, this includes Days Land, which is an all-season tank loader. It has 6,000 gallon storage. We have Hastings Cooley, which is also an all-season 6,000 gallon storage facility. We have one at Killam, south of Killam. This is another all-season. It has 7,200 gallon storage capacity. We also have one at Sedgwick. This is uh, 12,000 gallon storage capacity. This is all-season as well. Same with the one in Lougheed. It is an all-season facility with 12,000 gallon storage capacity. So those are our five all-season sites. We also have two two sites that are uh, seasonal. So this is Hardesty. The, it has no storage and also Alliance it has no storage which is the reason they are seasonal sites because we have no uh, capacity to to keep warm so we do winterize Hardestine Alliance we we close them down in October and we will reopen them in in April as soon as weather provides so another thing I'd like to inform is that uh, there is a beacon on the water tower tower it's uh, it's a red flashing light you won't see it hopefully you don't see it uh, but in case you do see it this means that the facility is filling its reserve and that you need to wait or else uh, it'll be very hard on our pumps and and everything else so just a heads up if you do see the red flashing light just wait 15 minutes and in, in our our pump should fill our reserve back up to full capacity so so as I mentioned before um, we are here for you guys if you need anything please do not hesitate to contact for any uh, questions comments or concerns I as I mentioned I give you a little bit of background about myself I am Nick Dunn I'm the assistant egg fieldman here uh, my cell phone number is 780-390-0342 you can also reach me through email at ndunn at flagstaff.ab.ca. So thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope I could answer some questions for, for those who are kind of wondering or wanting a little bit more background on our Agricultural Service Board here in Flagstaff County.